Hello, hello. Come on in and join me for a little chat about gratitude and what I'm calling the darker side of gratitude. It's pretty easy to find your typical stuff about gratitude, especially this time of year. And while that's lovely and everything, you see, we never, ever do nothing nice and easy. That's a Tina Turner quote, in case you didn't catch that. And yeah, I like to make people think about a different side of things that's maybe a little bit of a more gritty side. So we're going to do it nice and rough with the gratitude. So I was going through my massively long list of episode ideas, and I came across some jumbled thoughts that I had recklessly typed out, probably in late 2017 or early 2018, about gratitude and the idea of spiritual bypassing. I'll explain what that is in a little bit in case that's a new term for you. And it was some pretty heartfelt stuff about what I was going through. And it was about gratitude, but it certainly was not all cupcakes and rainbows. And yes, I like cupcakes and rainbows themselves. But when blurbs about gratitude are overtly lovey-dovey, sometimes it comes off as forced to me which is why I'm here to talk about the darker side of gratitude. For any new listeners out there, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. As I was saying, to me, a lot of posts on social media or blog posts about gratitude feel cliche and kind of make me cringe a little bit. Not that I'm not grateful for many things. I most certainly am. But sincerity and being genuine are so big time important to me. And I'm sure many of you also see the abundance of posts about gratitude on social media that feel like they're performative or not truly meaningful. Some people are different, but for me, when I personally experience a feeling of real gratitude, it's something that tugs at my heartstrings to a point where I often have to fight back tears or I feel a little bit choked up. Not every moment of gratitude has to feel so monumental. Of course, it's cool to be grateful for smaller things too, but I am definitely a believer that feeling gratitude for anything big or small should go along with sitting in the feeling and exploring it for at least a good minute or two and exploring all around it with your thoughts and finding extra ways to confirm why why you're feeling that way. So while I don't have proof that Jessica, that's just a random name, Jessica didn't do that when she said, day 18, today I'm grateful for ice cream sandwiches. I gotta admit, those posts feel like they are posted just because somebody didn't want to forget to post day 18 and they didn't take any time to go deep with it or they never thought about it again. And this matters not only from a sincerity standpoint, but also from a scientific standpoint. So let's talk about science and gratitude. A brief description of gratitude is 
an emotion expressing appreciation for what one has. It is a recognition of value independent of monetary worth, spontaneously generated from within. It is an affirmation of goodness. Or in other words, it's kind of like celebrating victory, little victories. So this is, here's a quote from Psycho- a Psychology Today article. Gratitude is a spontaneous feeling, but increasingly research demonstrates its value as a practice. That is making conscious efforts to count one's blessings. Studies show that people can deliberately cultivate gratitude and there are social and personal benefits in doing so. So that's the quote. So there's some real proven chemistry to this. Gratitude stimulates the brain's hypothalamus and the hypothalamus is what regulates stress. So practicing gratitude regularly can help to decrease feelings of perceived stress. And if you can manage to do that, it will send signals to your stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. Messages kind of like, hey, things are going great here. Can we ease up on this overdrive of fight or flight response? And it can also send signals like, hey, things are going good here. Let's party and increase our serotonin. That's your happiness hormone. So it also stimulates an area called the ventral tegmental, which produces feelings of pleasure. And it can also stimulate the vagus nerve, which sadly isn't as stimulated at an optimal level in most people in our modern day society. The vagus nerve is highly related to hormone function, stress response, trauma, and chronic illness. So With all of these factors, that is how we can conclude that gratitude or having a gratitude practice can be a form of wellness or good for your mental health. But are you going to get all those benefits of the the wellness and good for your mental health if you just hastily make a post on Facebook that says, day 27, I am grateful for pickles, and then go about your day? No, it doesn't work like that, my friends. So if you stop there, That's one little hint at the darker side of gratitude. You kind of have to do the opposite of what I was talking about on the episode about toxic positivity, where I kept referencing taking time to sit in the dirt. Well, for gratitude to be authentic from the heart and to have the health benefits or the scientific benefits, you're going to have to take some time to sit in the goodness of it. Feel it as deeply as you can. Think about the trail of thoughts that led you to that spot of gratitude. Think of the people who made it possible for you to arrive there. Think of the chain of events that somehow magically all happened with the right timing that let you arrive to that place of gratitude. Notice what other feelings are all around it. Name the actual feelings. Sit in it, around it, behind it, under it, over it, all around that gratitude. Wash your armpits with it and feel that magic. It kind of can feel magical if you spend time with it. And that's when gratitude is actually good for you. The deeper you can go with it, the more authentic it is and the better it will feel. That feels really good, right? So now I'm going to turn the party bus around to make a pit stop back at the darker side of gratitude which is 
spiritual bypassing. Now, just a quick disclaimer, this episode is about as woo-woo as I'll ever get. So if you're worried, don't be. I enjoy woo-woo esoteric stuff quite a lot, but that's not what Fit Fizz is about. So I'm just making that little disclaimer here that spiritual bypassing is about this is as woo-woo as I'll get for future episodes. So don't worry if it's not your jam. But there is a correlation here that's too important to skip over and really my whole point for this episode. And another quick disclaimer, when I say spiritually, hopefully everybody knows that that is in no way related to religion at all, but spiritual from within in the sense that gratitude comes from within. So there's something, there's this thing called spiritual bypassing. And if you think of gratitude as like a superhero, Spiritual bypassing plays the role of the evil villain. Here's another quote from Psychology Today. Spiritual bypass shields us from the truth. It disconnects us from our feelings and helps us to avoid the big picture. It is more about checking out than checking in. And the difference is so subtle that we usually don't even know we are doing it. Doesn't that sound just like someone who makes a flighty Facebook post like, day 27, I am grateful for pickles. It sure does, because it is. And that's the darker side of gratitude. It's a spiritual bypass. In a moment where there's an opportunity to connect to someone or something or an event with greater purpose, but for some reason, the person avoids diving into having real feelings. And as with most practices that can be seen as healthy forms of self-care, there is a shadowy side. There is a way of doing it to avoid things, or is there, there's a way of doing it in a healthy way, such as disconnecting from social media. It can be healthy to have more time with your own thoughts, with your own family, with your own goals, or it can be unhealthy if you're doing it to check out from the entire world to wallow in your sorrows. I've done both of these things, even though I'm not the person who feels a need to announce that I'm taking a social media break because I don't feel like I owe that to anyone and I'm not sure anyone would even miss me. So, but I've done this and spiritual bypassing, I've done spiritual bypassing to myself and it sucks to admit it, but I've done it to others far more than I really want to accept, but it's something that I'm actively working on, which is another reason I wanted to talk about this. If spiritual bypassing is a new term for you, I want to emphasize that it can take on various forms, such as much, very much in the same way that um, toxic positivity can take on various forms. But this was just one example on how it relates to gratitude. But another example is the common phrase, keep calm and carry on or fake it till you make it. Both of those convey messages of never mind the intense feelings that you might be having, ignore those, but just keep going. And I do totally get this. Sometimes even if you feel terrible, you just have to keep going. And that's when I ended up writing some of the personal thoughts on gratitude, as I mentioned earlier, when I was in one of my darkest places of my life in late 2017, early 2018. Jobless, sick, there was no one there for me on a daily basis who really, to really witness how truly bad and ugly things got for me. And I definitely had some anger about it. Oh, and this is another thing I wanted to say about spiritual bypassing. At that time, I remember seeing probably some kind of post about gratitude, like, just be thankful for the little things you have because it could be a whole lot worse. 
any form of it could always be worse or be happy for what you have because someone would love to be in your shoes. Those are forms of spiritual bypassing because pain is pain regardless of how much worse someone else might have it. Kind of like the insane number of times I've heard other women tell stories about how they were told, oh, you have Hashimoto's? Well, at least it's not cancer. Um, hello, major spiritual bypassing. Both cancer and Hashimoto's are cases where the body is attacking and destroying its own cells and organs. So, well, at least it's not cancer is not even valid on a scientific level and even more so on a emotional, spiritual level. So for anybody out there who is experiencing pain in a way, in any way, for um just during regular life or if the holidays like Thanksgiving that's coming up cause you distress or anxiety, I want to say to you that even if nobody else gets it or if nobody else wants to have a meaningful conversation with you about the pain that holidays can bring, I get it. And I've been there. So if you've lost a job or lost a relationship or lost yourself and Maybe you know that Thanksgiving dinner is coming up and you're mentally preparing yourself for somebody to dump some spiritual bypassing on you by saying something like, well, at least you had that interview, though, or, well, at least you can be thankful that the worst is behind you. It's kind of like gaslighting. When you're still in a whole lot of pain that's been greatly unacknowledged, here's my message to you. I've learned that you don't have to force yourself to feel gratitude if something feels fake. In fact, don't. But it is also possible to feel pain and gratitude simultaneously. Also, before I go, I want to point out that since we are heading into a season where lots of families will start spending more time together, stay away, of, uh, stay aware of the spiritual bypassing and don't be that person. If you blurt out a sentence that starts with something like, well, at least you have blank to be grateful for to someone who is struggling, that's another form of spiritual bypassing. It's skimming over the pain. And I used to say, well, at least blah, 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 quite a lot. But after experiencing so much personal pain and hearing so many people say to me different forms of, well, at least blah, 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 all of the time when all I wanted was for them to desperately hold space for what I was going through, it made me wear, it made me aware of trying to break the habit of say ever saying, well, at least fill in the blank to other people. Gratitude is best when it happens naturally and it is not forced and it might not come naturally to everyone. So that's why people do start gratitude practices. But any kind of gratitude practice, remember, remember it doesn't have to be broadcast, even if other people are trying to make you feel like that's the only way it's valid. That's, that's not true. I have a personal gratitude practice, but I'm not I'm not even going to share it with you, even though I love you, because I think it might lose some of its personal meaning or I'll start to question how authentic I am if I even make it public. Plus, what works for me doesn't mean it's the best idea for everyone else. 
However, if you do want to, a starting point for a for starting a personal gratitude practice, I do have gratitude jars in the FitFizz shop, which I totally love. It's a glass jar with a lid, it has a slot, and it comes with little pieces of paper to write what you're grateful for in the date. And I'm going to be adding some more options as far as what the designs say. Right now, there's one that says fitness goals and gratitude, and I have others in the works that are different variations of goals and gratitude. And these all, these gratitude jars make excellent, excellent gifts for anyone for any kind of, you know, if you're feeling gratitude, it can make a great gift to give to somebody for a friend, for yourself, for teachers. These make great gifts for teachers with the holidays coming up, for coaches or anyone who you want to give a gift to. And it's something that's going to carry meaning for them for a long time. And before I say adios to all of you, a reminder about my big scary goals that I hope to reach by the end of the year, which are to get 100 podcast reviews on iTunes and reach 100 supporters on patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. I'm going to be adding some extra bonuses for all supporters through the end of the year. So there's extra incentive for you to join. And a very special thank you to my current supporters, Elise V, Tracy D, Zach R, Wendy C, Pamela P, Lindsay O, Jaris H, and Carmina S. And if I reach all of those goals by the end of 2019, I am going to give away some prizes, including coaching sessions and t-shirts and probably some other stuff. That is all for today. Until next time, breathe, be extra sincere in your gratitude, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.